0: You're listening to Marka Sahaba Online Radio Podcast.
1: Yes, uh, Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh to you, the pious and sagacious uh, listeners of uh, Radio Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahle Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Also, uh, yes, uh, welcoming our beloved Molana Salim Karim on his segment, uh, The Family Room, with also a hearty Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh. And uh, Molana, you know, uh, how are you doing this beautiful evening?
0: Wa alaykum as wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu shafaat bhai, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillahillazee tatim salihat beautiful evening, lots of wind, Gee, but this is the beauty of seasons, you know, somebody said it, you know, Allah men, ajib tabiyat and mizaj of men, in which way, that women are like beautiful fruit, Subhanallah, color-wise, taste-wise, mizaj wise everything, they are like fruits. But the problem is that men, they like fruit salad. <laughs> they, don't, they don't understand what it is to be faithful to one wife. Yeah? So Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, Shafat by that with this great commemoration of Sayyidina Ibrahim and Ismail, what lessons should we be taking? You know, we're making Qurbani every year. Is our iman getting stronger? Is our akhlaq getting better? And is our relationship with our children and spouses getting better? We have been talking and talking and talking, but no practice, no progress whatsoever. We are what we are. So insha'Allah, Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala give us. Uh, the energy and strength to live a family life which is full of obedience, full of the sunnah of Rasulullah and full of deen and taqwa. But Allah says, alamu taqwa." التَّقْوَ Don't brag about your piety. Allah Ta'ala knows best who is most pious amongst us. Worry about you being pious and good or have a positive thought about other people that alhamdulillah allah has given them tawfiq also i'm not the best of best i'm trying so inshallah when we have that mindset then we can move forward so may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq Alhamdulillah. <coughs> Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi al-lazina Amma abadu fa'audhu billahi minas shayqani r-rajimi bismillahi rahmani r-Rahim. Qala Allahu ta'ala fil-Qur'anil-Majeed wal il hamid يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تُلْهِكُمْ أَمْوَالُكُمْ وَلَا أَوْلَادُكُمْ عَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهُ وَمَنْ يَفْعَلْ ذَٰلِكَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْخَاصِرُونَ waqala ta'ala fi makamin akhar ya ayyuhal ladhina aamanu ku anfusakum wa ahlikum nara waqala ta'ala fi makamin akhar rabbi irham huma kama rabbi anee sagira sadaka allahu Respected brothers and sisters in Islam, dosto, azizo, fakiro. You know the answer to hundred question is one. far why we have many questions? Mm-hmm. And ask question to find out is nisful ilm, half of knowledge. And no question is a stupid question. Everyone. Everything that you want to find out, Allah Ta'ala has given us the answer in the Quran and Hadith. Allah has emphasized, Allah has laid out everything for the success of insan. So for my kids, the answer to 100 question is one. And what is it? That the the world Live a life of purity, modesty. The whole world is talking about this L B G T I GTI, or whatever you want to call it. Okay. Immodesty to the highest level. That insan has degraded himself and brought himself to this level. Whereas Allah Pak said, "Kuntum khaira ummatin nas." You are the best of nations that Allah has blessed you with because of two qualities بالمعروف, you enjoy good and you forbid the wrong so somebody said it nicely the answer to 100 questions is one number one stay away from zina stay away from fornication stay away from vices stay away from kabira gunas and sahira gunas Live a modest life. Modesty. Or for if you lead that type of a life, Bay Barkati Khatam Allah Pak will take away all the difficulties, all the bay Allah takes away the barakah. But when you are Pak Daman, you have modesty in you, you have Sharam in you, you have haya in you, Allah blesses you with lots of bounties. Otherwise, Allah takes away that bounty. If you become be-sharam and be-haya, immodest, then Allah will take away that barakat from your house and from your life. Or foramayi ki Allah ki rahmat ki nazar paregi. Just being chaste, modest, and full of sharam and haya, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ki rahmat, Allah ki rahmat, nazar paregi you will see the mercy of Allah descending upon you. Or pakiza zindagi ki badle par sukoon You live a modest life, a respectful life, Allah will give you sukoon, Allah will give you peace. Allahu Akbar. We, have, we don't know, you and I and the Ummah at large don't know when we're going to pass away. Mm. But we have lots of arzu, umid. We have a lot of desires. Okay. Don't leave good deeds for tomorrow. Why? It's possible. Tomorrow will come and you will be late and gone. Sahaba Ikram fikr for more was so intense that they used to say that we read one Salah and we don't know whether we're going to get Tawfiq to read the next Salah. Hudu, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, went one step further and said, my Fikr for Moth and Death is so, so important that when I make Salam to my right-hand side, I don't know whether I'll get Tawfiq to turn to my left to complete the Salam. See? Okay? So, Pakistan's in the geeky, if you lead a modest life, then inshallah, Allah Pak sukoon is in the gi Don't ask people those questions what Allah asked insan to do. Allahu akbar. Don't ask people those questions what Allah Pak asked insan to do. What did Allah ask you and me to do? Oh, Worship me. What is it? Tumara What religion do you follow? Tumne don't ask people those questions. What Allah asked insan to do? Allah told him, and you, waraditu Lakumul Islam I chose for you the deen of Islam. I have perfected your deen for you. Wa اللَّهَ Allah. أَلَّهُ اللَّهَ كِي إِبَادَتْ Allah Ta'ala made it clear, Insan, what I want from you is total devotion and worship. Ask those questions which Insan will ask Insan Allahu Akbar. Ask those questions which Insan will ask Insan. Number one, do you have any worries? Are you hungry? Do you need anything? Allah Allah also told you already in the cover what questions I'm going to ask you. Okay, what was your deen? What was who was your rub? what a beautiful examination the answer is given the question is presented long in advance what questions you are going to ask and we are still going to fail hopelessly if we don't make effort on our iman and follow the sunnah of Rasulullah because three questions will be asked and you all know the question when everybody buries you and leaves you they wake you up yeah. And now it's the time for hisab and kitab. That's why one du'a that we read when we finish burying the marhum or marhuma, Allahumma sabbithu in the su'al, Wallahumma sabbitha in the su'al. Allah give her steadfastness because now is question time. Allah give her the strength, give her tawfiq to give the right questions and answers. What's the du'a we read? And we should read when we say, Allahumma or we say, Allahumma ghfir Add one more dua, Allahumma sabbith hu inna su'al. Oh Allah, keep him steadfast at the time of questioning. So, insan should ask insan these questions. Okay, do you have any worries? Number one, are you hungry? and number 3 do you need anything and let's see what insan replies see what rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says we're talking about akhlaq ji hmm. good mannerism Whoever tore tum breaks ties with you you mend ties with them jo tumhe mahroom and whoever deprives you, grant him, open your heart and give it to him. And whoever oppresses you, physically with words, in whichever way oppresses you, I was mm. reading one incident this morning. See, all of us are going to buy animals. Subhanallah. And we're choosing the best animal. May Allah Ta'ala accept our qurbani. One rich man went and he bought all the, masha Allah sheep for his family. He spent a lot of money. And as he was leaving, his eyes fell on a beautiful sheep. And he said, you know what? I think I'm going to slaughter this sheep for Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It's something for us to learn. So when he went to the owner of that sheep and he said, I want to buy this animal and I'm buying it for such a personality, none other than Muhammadur Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa Because normally we sometimes use our hikmat and we take people's name thinking that the owner or the person who's selling you a good or an item will lessen the price or give you a discount. If I say, Murana Salim Karim sent me here. Yeah. So obviously you'll say, okay, but generally we do this, we use people's influences and names. So this rich man said to the owner of that sheep, I want to buy this beautiful sheep that you have here. And I want it for lil Alameen, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The person said, is that so? He took that sheep with the string in the neck. He said, Mm.
1: take
0: it and go. If you took Rasulullah's name and you want it, and you're making qurbani for Rasulullah, gee, how can I take money from you? Take it for the pleasure of Allah and sacrifice it for Rasulullah. Today, can anybody do that? Mm. This is the spirit of qurbani. This is the spirit of generosity. Shahad by have you and I tried? I haven't tried, I'm not sure about yourself. That Allah has given us wealth. I'm making qurbani every year. I have a poor neighbor. Every day, they don't have food, they don't have meat once in a while. On the day or on the days of ayyam e I make a need, Oh Allah, I want to buy this whole sheep and give it to this neighbor. Of minds. Oh, I want to give it to my brother who for years is in difficulty and hardship and hasn't made kurbani all his life. I purchase an animal and I go and give it to him. And I said, Bye, this is for you, inshallah, and in your family. Especially for you, you make your kurbani. Kurbani, though, is not wajib on you because you are destitute. But inshallah, for the pleasure of Allah, make kurbani of this animal. How many of us do that? Hmm. Yeah his heart. You know when I read this Waqiyah it really touched me that here is an ordinary shepherd who is saying to this rich man who said to him I want that beautiful lovely sheep and I want it for Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam. And look at the generosity, the love of that shepherd. He said if you want it for Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam, take it. He has the string, he gave it to that person and he ran away. Because he knew that this rich man is going to look for him and give him the money. He disappeared.
1: Mm.
0: Allah Ta'ala give us that jazbah also one day. You know, and we can do this for lots of poor people also. The spirit of Qurbani, Shafat Bhai. They say, you want to go to Jannah with your family? What about my fellow Muslim brothers and sisters? Don't we want to take them and hold their hands and take them into Jannah? We should. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfi. As I was saying, that this is a wonderful lesson of family unity and family reunion. You know, a dad said to his daughter, Yair, Hazret, Ibrahim, and Ismail, and Hajar. We have daughters and sons. A dad said to his daughter, I don't care if you like me. It's not my job as a parent to be liked. It's my job to make sure you become an adult, worthy of respect, who can live a good life and respect others. SubhanAllah. Instill akhlaq in our children. A dad said to his daughter, I don't care if you like me. It's not my job as a parent to be liked. Yes, it's my job to make sure I become an adult worthy of respect who can leave, live a good life and who respects others. Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam says to Hazrat Ismail Ya Bunaya, inni Arafil fil manami anni azbahuka fanzur oh my beloved son, a hey, beta. I see in my dream Allah is asking me you to sacrifice. You, know? beta, what's your view? And see the answer, Hadrat Ismail gives. You see, when as parents, if we put and instill good values in our children, Allah consciousness, you tell to that two-year-old child. You see this toy Allah gave you. You see this lollipop that you're eating, Rabbul Alameen gave you. This milk you are drinking, Allah gave you this milk. If we start teaching them from a young age, when they can understand a bit, that everything, this beautiful pajama, Allah gave you. This beautiful outfit, Allah gave you. Imagine you keep instilling this in a child, you're drilling it into a child's head. See? What will he say? When you ask the child, where you caught this, he will say, Allah gave it to me. See? So respected brothers, Allah ta'ala grant you and me tawfiq. So here I am saying, hadrat Ismail is about 12 or 13 years of age. A child. And he's saying to his father, Abba Jan. Ya abatif al ma Abba, do what Allah asks you to do. And at this point, I just want to take a break. Taqi Osmani, one of his Kitabs, Tarasha, he wrote a very good article. And he said, You see, obedience of children to parents is wajib, it's compulsory. ولا Karima كَرِيمًا Don't argue with your father, don't jerk him, or your parents, but make a dua for them. رَبِّ ارْحَمْهُمَا كَمَا رَبَّ So, Hazrat was writing then. It's our duty as parents not to give an instruction to your children. Don't instruct them. Because if they fail to carry out that instruction, you're making those children gunehgars. Rather, the quest of them. Better can you bring me a glass of sake of saying, bring me a glass of water and for some reason or the other the child forgot and he didn't bring it. The Chinese Gunehgar. But if you say, Please can you bring me a glass of water and for some reason or the other the child didn't bring it but there'll be no guna on the child's head. So, sometimes as parents, we need to take this into cognizance Can we give instructions to our children, and if they fail to carry it out to some degree, they are gunegars. Rather, instead of instructing them, use hikmat, wisdom, mocha, or mahal Choose the right words, the right circumstances, and the right place. Because alfaz, Those statements that you make from your mouth, those words will make a person happy or it will rip a person apart. So think before you speak. So respected brothers, Allah give us tawfiq. Many people make this excuse for their kids. Poor discipline, bad behavior, disrespect—we make it that they are kids. No, discipline starts from the time they can comprehend. Just that we leave our children to do what they want because we say, but <inaudible> hai abhi, doord Still drinking milk? Chordo, let them say, let them swear. It was here the little one swearing. It shocks you. Where did these children get the swear word from? You and I are using it in the house. You're swearing your wife. Your wife is swearing you. The eldest siblings are swearing each other that little child is listening. Allah Park has given them a photographic memory. And then they start swearing. And then you open your eyes and say, Allah Akbar, who taught this child to swear? It's us. We as parents. So... Discipline our children. So, in this Mubarak month of Zil Hajj, the first 10 days is absolutely Mubarak and blessed by Allah. Those of us keeping Rosa, great Sawab. Those of us will keep on the ninth of Zil Hajj on the day of Arafah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who will forgive one year of past sins and one year of future sins. Subhanallah. Whoever will stay awake. On the nine, ten nights of Zil Hajj, Allah Ta'ala will give them the ajal and sawab of as if they stood up on the night of Laylatul Qadr to spend these nights and days in Allah's obedience. Zikrullah kartiru. Reside the takbiri in the car, in the kitchen, you're doing household work in the office. Allahu akbar, Allahu akbar. La ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. Allahu Akbar walillahil hamd Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar be kamu ashiq of Allah just keep taking Allah's name and the best tasbeeh that you can make is Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar la ilaha illallah wallahu akbar Allahu Akbar, akbar walillahil hamd Subhanallah wa wala ilaha illallahu wallahu akbar wala hawla wala quwata illa billahil aliyyil azim So inshallah, keep your tongue moist with the takbirat, subhanallah and build their kya kiamitas, what sweetness of iman what peace and tranquility you and I will feel may Allah Ta'ala
1: give us Sophie. You should want any questions. Yeah, beautiful, uh, Maulana. Uh, you know, absolutely, you talk about the institution of, you know, the family members getting together What a uh, on, on your segment, uh, the family room, and, you know, you brought uh, that in uh, very beautifully. And, you know, another thing to remember is that animals that you're sacrificing, uh, you know, uh, if you can afford it, uh, I mean, uh, if you've you already done it, uh, I mean, uh, you know, Allah bless you for that. Have it there, you know, a few months or maybe a year before uh, sacrificing it. Get attached to that animal, uh, animal, you know, and the entire family. The day when a uh, kurbani takes place, there should be this, uh, uh, you know, tears in the eyes, sorrow in the heart, as if you know a very dear one has been sacrificed. Your thoughts on that, uh, Molana?
0: This is the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. First of all, Rasulullah loved animals. One. Rasulullah said never hit an animal on its face. Number two, never load an animal with goods which it cannot handle. Do not deprive the animal of food, grain and grass. Don't hit the animal. Don't brand the animal. We take hot iron and we brand the animal. As a famous Hadith of the Prophet That the lady Is a five time namazi she Had a cat And she starved That cat to death She didn't feel it She didn't look after it. Though she was A ibadat guzar Allah put her into jahannam And here is on the other side A prostitute All her life She stole her body she did haram, but one day she saw a dog, extremely hot dog is dying of thirst. So she took her dupatta and put it in the well, soaked it with water and squeezed the water into the mouth of the dog and saved the life of the dog. Allah gave her Jannah firdaus Don't judge people, don't point fingers at other people because you don't know when they're going to make tawbah to Allah. When they make tawbah, dinko ko. And you already judge them. Allah will sit and disgrace you in your own house. Do you understand? Let us not make that mistake. Don't laugh at other people's insecurity and their issues. So, so far, by coming back to your question, point what I'm saying, Rasulullah loved animals. One more incident I'll give you. Rasulullah sent an expedition of Sahaba to Egypt. They pitched up their tent. And they stayed there for quite some time and then a pigeon had made its nest there and was laying eggs. So when they came to remove the tent, they saw that this pigeon is sitting in the nest with its eggs. The commander of chief, I can't recall the Sahabi's name, he said, Leave this dove till those chicks hatch. This is Allah's creation. But if it was you and me, we would have damaged the nest and killed two hoods. What happens to the bird or those musul? This is what Rasulullah said. Show kindness and mercy. That's why when you're making zaba of those animals, be courteous, be kind. Do not cut one animal in front of another animal. Don't drag that animal. Be kind to those animals. And yes, as you said, buy the animal in advance. So many pious people do this. In India, Pakistan, elsewhere, even in South Africa, immediately after the qurbani, the same day or in the same week, they go and purchase another animal for next year's qurbani. And they take the children, the family, and everybody, they feed it, they play with it, they bring it home sometimes too. Alhamdulillah, you have a bonding with that animal. So on the day of qurbani, there must be tears in your eyes, there must be feelings, there's emotion. I know so many people don't want to eat the meat also, not because it's not halal. It's just too painful because they so attached to that animal. So that's the spirit of Qurban. And if we are not going to upkeep this as elders and great-grandparents in homes, Allahu ladeem, the sunnah is going to be lost and destroyed. A time will come, people will just take the Qurbani money, give it to one of the organization, and that's the end of it. This great sunnah history will be lost forever. Allah protect us, it never happens. It can never happen if you and I make it practical. At least one qurbani in your house, in your yard, in your premises. The rest of it, yes, do it, send it overseas, wherever you want. But at least for your family's sake, for your children to learn, especially your sons, tomorrow they're going to grow up. They are going to be Rijalun Qawwamun, after the demise of the father. The eldest son is playing the role of the father. He has to carry on this sunnah
1: and deliver it. To the next generation, yes, uh, Maulana, absolutely brilliant. And uh, you know, a lot of people are living in duplexes, living in flats. You know that uh, you know that the, the kubi of uh, cutting or slaughtering your animal in your yard, you know, is also a, a sunnah. Uh, but uh, you know, these individuals are forced uh, to perhaps go to farms and so forth. Uh, I mean, the Sabah won't dim- diminish in any way, uh, Maulana.
0: No, it won't because obviously it's out of necessity. Obviously, the health department or they mm. don't have proper drainage and you have neighbors who will object. So many difficulties. So inshallah, if you go to the farm, at least stand next to the animal, put some water into the mouth of the animal, pet that animal, inshallah at least some closeness to that animal. And that's what Rasulullah said to Hazrat Fatima. At least stand next to your animal. You be close to it. And before the first drop of blood falls onto the ground, Allah has accepted your Qur'bani. So at least we can do that. You present the, the you next to the animal, Allah will give you that ajar and sawa.
1: Absolutely, Molana. And you know, you're being so brilliant here, but I'm looking at our time and uh, we are running out of time. But perhaps your parting words uh, this evening
0: Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us complete shafad. There's so many things to say in life. You see, as they say, and let me read it out to you, inshaAllah. A house is built by hands. It's a famous saying, and I want to say this again. A house is built by hands, but a home is built by hearts. And mm. the family is united, everyone is pabandi salah, rosa, pabandi zikr. And that home is real Jannah in this world. So a house house is built by hands. You take brick, mortar, and inshallah, you build it row by row. But a home is built with hearts. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you tawfiq. As they say, if you want to run a good home, you need a big heart. If you want to run a good home, you need a big heart you need a broad shoulder so as elders of the family as parents we should be role models and inshallah instilling in our kids to leave a legacy after we leave this world may allah give us tawfiq wa akhiru dawana and alhamdulillahi rabbil
1: a big jazaka khaira to our beloved uh, maulana salim Karim. inshallah allah bless you allah keep you and inshallah, Morana, tomorrow we'll be on your segment on pertinence of punctuated. You have a beautiful evening ahead. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa
0: alaykum as wa for- rahmatullahi
1: wa barakatuh. Amin, Amin, Morana. Time for us to go for a break. When we get back, Ibrahim varacha will be joining us on his segment, Travel Express.